Hi. Good evening, everyone. It's Odette Rishti here at Sinai Radio, 8 p.m. Thursday nights. It's the matchmaker sitting in. Um, dating advisor. I guess I get this title um, because I've been matchmaking in the Sephardic Syrian community for about 23 years now. Um, and I get this question all the time, like, how did I end up a matchmaker? So I like to bring it up here because I feel like a lot of people mention to me that matchmakers don't have a good rep. You know, they don't have a good reputation out there. Um, we're a specific type, you know, we're in a category. You think of us a certain way. We have a stereotype. And I try to break that mold by talking on this show. Um, most Syrians did not, like, come onto this earth, get born, and, um, you know, grow up thinking they would need a shadchan. And so it's hard to to actually get to that point where you need one. And um, hopefully no one should ever need us. But if you do, um, we, I became a matchmaker just to help out people I knew who were single. My peers, um, people who I got to know. And um, I didn't, I just went to a meeting of other matchmakers so I could describe my friends because I knew they wouldn't go to a matchmaker. And at that meeting, I ended up knowing singles and thinking, oh, I could match your person up with my person. And I have someone good for that person you just mentioned. And I did not plan at all to become a matchmaker. I just ended up making a match and they didn't let me leave. So, um, I was learning the ropes. I made my mistakes. I was guided by them. No, that you can't do that. No, you can't do that. This is how we do it. We do this first, say that second. You know, you always have to know if the guy is Cohen. You have to um, check into a background, call a rabbi if you're not sure about things. There was a lot of things to learn. It's not just go out there and say here, you know, and of course, if you're out there and you want to match two people who, you know, do it, but there is a responsible way to do that. And, um, I do my best to do it responsibly. And, um, I'm, I'm, I, I don't love the title matchmaker, but you know, I did make matches. People are married because I, I have Hashem decided they should be married, but people are married because I decided to care. And I do care. And matchmakers care. We're extending ourselves to you and giving you our time. There's a lot of things in this world that need people's time, our time, between jobs, problems, um, children, families, you know, different stresses of life. And at the same time, matchmakers are doing their best to divide their time um, just to help somebody get down the aisle and be happily married. The happy part is your job. Our part is just to make a suggestion. I love saying that. Our only job is to make a suggestion. The rest, the looking into the people and everything like that, that's your job. But let's get to tonight's topic. 
which is what to do while we wait. What are we doing? And um, what are we doing? One thing we're not doing is becoming negative. And um, I've heard from even other singles who like are recently getting married or have better dating opportunities than their friends sometimes. They tell me that their friends become negative and they worry about their friends. And of course, it's painful and waiting and not having good prospects come your way and not having dates come your way and the phone not ringing from the matchmaker and the phone not ringing from suggestions and the guy not calling back or the bad dates that happen. These things make somebody um, become negative become critical, become cynical of the process. But um, I've spoken before on this show about the importance of staying fresh and happy and showing your simcha, your simcha tachayim. And um, above all the situation, you know, Hashem creates what's going on in everybody's lives. And everybody has difficulties and trials and tribulations and hurdles. And, you know, I concern myself with a lot of different hurdles that people encounter in their lives. And it matters to me. And um, we all have those things. But um, our outlook, our simcha that we carry with us, the, the positivity that we keep injecting within ourselves, even when it's hard, keeping a positive outlook um, brings the avenues, makes you a magnet towards opportunity. And... and that's the two things. It brings you the mazal, just to being, just being besimcha. And aside from that, the opportunities come your way when we're always positive and smiling and open and not negative and not critical and not cynical. So the outlook matters and things can change and you know, someone out there, if you feel that you've been negative and negative to a matchmaker, negative to your friends or negative to date prospects, listen, even if you get set up with a guy or a girl that really disappoints you the minute you open the door, and I try never to give that kind of date, but if that's what happens, the best thing for you to do what Hashem wants you to do. He's looking down upon you. And I know that the next two hours are just going to be a disappointment. You know, you're never marrying this person. You have no choice but to go on this date. The, the What you do and how you respect the person anyway for those two hours and how you put your best foot forward and give them a good time and show them a good time and show like you're somewhat interested and care and bring up conversation and make it like the date is as good as any other, Hashem starts to send you other opportunities based on that. 
life is um, hard sometimes. And if you're in it and you feel like when we're talking about dating, it's impossible, I'm with you on it. That's why I do this show. Um, currently, it's 7.19 p.m. And I'm sitting in my car taping this show for you. And um, I usually do it earlier in the day or at, at another time or I do it live. But I really have limited minutes to share, but I want to do the show and I don't want to cancel. And I'll tell you why. So if you are following my Instagram at It's All a Gift, then you're really listening to the show tonight, like wanting to hear a story because I posted this morning at It's All a Gift on Instagram, on Insta Stories, um, telling you that I had um, a phone call from a single this week telling me actually was a text invitation inviting me to an engagement party. Mazel tov. Someone got engaged and um, I briefly spoke to the girl on the phone maybe about a year ago and um, she sent me her resume and I don't just like reading resumes so I took the time to interview her over the phone and I viewed her picture and I told her that if I thought of someone, um, I'd definitely give her a call. And I made sure that she was put into the Sharazine database. And um, what happened next was she probably messaged me a few times throughout the year to see if I had anybody. I maybe once thought of somebody, but it didn't materialize into a date. And that was it. I really never met the girl in person. I didn't have more than one conversation with her. But now she was inviting me to her engagement party. And the next part of the message was, Mrs. Rishti, I also want to thank you for everything you've done for me throughout the year. And I looked at the message and I thought to myself, I don't really think I did anything for this girl. So I told her I'm embarrassed, but I don't think that I... I did anything for you and thank you for being so appreciative remind me so she said that she's been listening to the Sinai radio uh, shows Untangled that you're listening to right now and she feels that there's no one talking to anybody on this level about dating in the community and it's so important it helped her get engaged it helped her choose and with that, I just want to say that sometimes, you know, I have no idea how big the audience is and who's listening. And I do send singles to listen to the specific shows when they when I feel they need a specific title topic that I've spoken about here. And um, but I've never really I do get messages from singles telling me how great the show was and um what they thought of certain things that I said and um, parents love it. Um, I do get a lot of good feedback, but this one, this one floors me. You know, it's the one I've been waiting for, I guess. I love to hear that it helped someone get married. And that's why we call it untangled because I want to express myself in the 23 years of experience that I have. And I've only matched up Syrians so I really know you guys, 
And even though I've made about 30 marriages only, I have met hundreds of you. And I didn't just meet you. I've had you over. I've given some girls classes on Siniut that they asked me for. Um, I've been to so many of the girls' weddings, even if I didn't make the match. I've been involved in their parties, their simchas. Um, I know so many of you, guys and girls. And um, some of you consider me a really good friend. And so from that, um, I just feel like I've gotten to know our community and what dating in our community is like and what the disappointments are and what needs to be put out there is in my mind because I feel you. I hear you. I hear you cry, talk to you. I, I, I listen to your disappointments and I allay your fears and I'm there for you to cushion you when you're really hurt. And I've been one of those friends to the singles for a long time now. And so I feel like I have what to offer here. And uh, um, just, you know, if it's if it has untangled the web for one person, Be'ezat Hashem Hashem should bless the show and me, I guess, to affect you in a positive way. And if this is what's needed out there, I'm glad to do it. And Hashem should just, you know, send the Shiduchim more easily. That's my real beracha to all of you is that, you know, I'm hoping and praying that new things start to happen and everybody starts to feel like, wow, as the Sinai radio show, the Shara Zion, new office, SZ Connect, um, all the matchmakers in the community and the rabbis are rallying around you. We, you know, every, it's been said that every um, need in the community has an organization. Well, now um, the singles also have one. And we're here for you in any which way that we can be. And I always mention it. You can reach out to me um, anytime with any issue. If I could personally help you clarify or get you to a professional, a rabbi, um, a mentor better than me, um, more knowledgeable than me, more wisdom than me. I have those roads also built in. I know a lot of people that can help you as well if I can't. But I can always try to help you untangle the, the you know, the more simple things. And if there's um, a need to get to a higher level, I'm glad to do that. I'm good. I've been told by a rabbi that I'm good with, you know, figuring out when there is a question and the need to get to a higher level. I'm, I'm good at asking. I like asking. I'm an asker. I go to rabbis all the time to ask questions for shiduchim within my own life. And I encourage my children and my children happily await me to ask the rabbi questions whenever we have that um, come up in any area of our life. And we should all live that way. So what do we do while we're waiting, guys? What are we doing? We're perfecting who we are. What could we do? I remember many years ago when I wanted to grow religiously on the way I dress. And I thought about it and I said, what is the picture to me when I look at a woman who um, wears a skirt and dresses modestly, whether she covers her hair, whether she's married or not, doesn't matter. I, when I look at a woman that dresses modestly and correctly according to the Torah way, I thought about a woman that 
prays every day, wakes up and says, and then whatever she has to do in the morning and then looks to, to say um, the Amidah, a full tefillah. And I told myself, you know what? You're not going to start wearing skirts until you, you start to pray. When you st- I, I, you're going to do what, what you think a woman should do when she looks like that. So I started working on my Berachot, and I started working on Berachot HaShachar, and I started working on Netila Yadaim in the morning. And those things, and once I started to perfect those things, they p- became a normal way of life for me. That's when I started doing, um, taking more steps in this new area. And, you know, first it started with skirts and then sleeve lengths and necklines became a thing. And, and you know, covering my hair, um, I did that after I got married um, with my second child around the time that I had my son, which was also around the time I became a matchmaker it was the same time that he was born. Um, so anyway, uh, why am I telling you this? Because envision what you want to be in the future envision what a single person looks like to you that takes steps properly envision yourself like someone else and look at the other person and say if they wanted to get married they should be doing these things um maybe they need to look better dress better fix their hair um, have better clothing, um, you know, take certain types of steps. If it's a guy and he needs a better job or he needs a better car, I've done that. I've told a guy, listen, you can't have a car like this. I know you have enough money. Stop driving around in a beat up car. And go get a better car. If it's feasible to do it, it makes sense. Try to be as presentable as you can. It matters to people. And we don't want people to like us for our money or our car. I, I, I meant just not a beat-up car and, and a Toyota would have been fine. I didn't mean go get a Mercedes or a, a Jaguar. Um, so we have to better ourselves. Envision another single, not yourself. Don't You don't have to be critical of yourself. Envision another single that you know and think, I wish they did this better or that better. Maybe that would help them get married. And so then maybe you could help yourself um, get on the road to taking steps. It would be okay if someone looked and said, hmm, she's starting to look really different. She um, like added some highlights to her hair. It makes a difference. It's just the change could make someone go, wait, I thought of a guy for her now. It's small changes in yourself also makes a small change in the way you feel about yourself. And you just might smile more. You might look people in the eye more. Your eye contact makes shows confidence and it shows a different um, feeling about yourself. So like I told you about myself and the steps I took, I looked within and I said, what does another person who wants to become more something do? 
and I took the steps. And the steps that I started to pray on the inside had nothing to do with the outside. But to me, I didn't want someone to see that I was like wearing skirts and think that I was more religious than I was. So in my mind, I should be doing this if I'm if I'm wearing that. You don't have to think that way. You could think that you want to do this first or that first. Or, And I'm not telling you to take religious steps. I'm telling you to take steps towards the department of um, bettering yourself in any area to be more positive, to look better, to um, reach out to matchmakers. If you haven't, reach out to more matchmakers. Sign up at SD Connect. I'm not promoting it because people are coming to us in droves, left and right. I'm not looking to advertise it. Um, I'm just letting you know that it's there for you. So um, those are the positive things that you could do. Um, Going out with friends, not staying home so much, going to weddings when you're invited, making sure you look really presentable when you go. Um, and then religiously, if you feel like you're in the middle and you, and you're not really sure and you want to grow also go to a class, you know, reach out to your, um, Rebbiton, an old teacher, um, your rabbis show up to shul. The boys should also uh, do start doing things that show movement in any area that's positive, that could help you build your bayit ne'eman, that you're showing Hashem that you're putting your foot forward, you're opening the door for yourself. Hishtadlut, it's not just a word. Hishtadlut, lehishtadel means to try. Hishtadlut is my efforts. So efforts, yeah, the first step is always hard. It's hard even to admit that I got to do efforts because I'm not married. Those things are hard. I'm not saying they're not. And, you know, I as much as I could step in your shoes, I am. And I'm speaking from that spot where it hurts me that you're single. And I wish I had a ton of girls and guys that matched each other and just poof. When I gave you a date, it worked. It's not that way. It's just not that way. There's got to be efforts on your part, your parents' part. Reach out. The miracles can happen, and they do happen, and I see it. When I notice someone takes a step for themselves, I start to see the wheels of change. And that's what we're looking for. So while we wait, we're looking for movement. While we wait, we want to make positive change. While we wait, if we don't know how to start those changes, there's always people around to help you. Our community is filled with people who are willing to help. It's such a community of help. It's such a community of availability. It's such a community where, you know, no one shuts the door on anybody. The doors are always open. I find that um, with me, singles, you know, want more of my time. 
they stop in my store and they want to talk. And, and if no one's around, they do. They open up and they talk to me at work. And I'm glad to be there for them. I love talking to them. I love when they come over. I love when someone wants to open up to me. I feel like I'm getting somewhere. I feel like we've accomplished something. Um, and I just, it, you know, 15, 20 minutes an hour with me. Even if you come to Kvetch, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to listen. And I know I have words and senses and stories that can help you feel better about your situation. I do have so many hopeful stories. And um, a mother told me, you know, she listened to the show, one of my other ones. And she told me, she says, it's like, it's just filled with hope. The shows are just filled with hope. And I'm, that's what I'm here for, guys. I don't have all the answers. Matchmakers in general don't have all the answers. We're trying. It's Hishtadlut. It's Lahishtadel. It's trying. And um, I'm I'm willing to think hard, meet new people, seek out new people, um, and take my time to um, discover who might be out there for you and discover who needs me when it comes to finding the right one, any which way I can, I'm there. Um, I'm impressing upon you to, um, that while you wait, while you're waiting and waiting for that amazing guy that matches you to appear or waiting for that amazing woman, girl, housewife, um, whatever you want that you're hoping for to appear. Um, we want to tell Hashem, I'm besimcha. I know you could do this for me. I know you have plans for me. Not, I know there's no one for me. Maybe there's someone for everyone, but not for me. That's not how we think. It's not even true. There's someone out there for you. And we've got to move. Take steps. And whatever we feel that, you know, I know all my singles out there are really smart people. There's no one out there that's not smart. Everyone knows when they're doing something wrong, when they can do it better, when their attitude is negative, and it's not helping you. And I, I, I know sometimes you're stuck. You feel like you're in quicksand, and getting rid of that negativity is just too hard. You need someone to talk to. It's okay. It's okay. Reach out. Go talk to someone. And if anybody needs a therapist, I'm not promoting that. I'm not not promoting that. I'm just saying, make sure that the therapist is Shomer Torah or Mitzvah. That the person that's speaking to you has a conscience connected to proper Torah thoughts. That if someone is giving you guidance um, for your life, it could not even get you to the right road if their Torah ideals are not proper. My rabbi once told me, better not to listen to Torah from someone who has it wrong 
better not to listen to Torah at all than to listen to Torah from someone who tells it to you the wrong way. So I, it's such an important thing to say, and I didn't have plans to say it tonight, but that's what I wanted to say. And I also wanted to go back to something that um, I said last week. I used an analogy for um, for kosher meat, glat kosher and Beit Yosef. And the difference is I explained that the lung of the animal, if it has a bubble, a blemish, and it could be rubbed out with your hands, if it disappears when you rub it, then we can't use it for Beit Yosef, from what I understand, but it can be used for glat kosher. And um, Rubashkin also, I think, um, is the same as Beit Yosef, where they don't allow the blemish on the lung. And um, that's the Ashkenaz, Ashkacha. Um, and I'm not so well-versed in this, but that's what I know. And with my limited knowledge, I was saying that, you know, we should take, we're getting dates. So while we wait, dates may be coming to us. And we're seeing people. Maybe they have a little blemish. Maybe there's a little something. Maybe there's something on the date that bothers you. I said this last week. Maybe we could rub it out. Maybe we could talk about it with a shadchan or a mentor. And see, delve. See if it's really something leading to something that's a red flag. Or maybe it's just something you could rub out and now it's good. And um, I wanted to add to that. So I was thinking about it during the week that I spoke about it during this week, that I could add to that. There are going to be people, there are going to be singles or their parents who can't deal with a blemish, who can't rub out the blemish. They are, they see a blemish and there's nothing to do. They have a... So as I was saying, they, they, they see people with a blemish and they're the type of people that, you know what, they know the blemish and it might not be so big for someone else, but for us, it's the type of blemish I cannot deal with. And they run away from it. And then there are those that, you know what? They're so willing to try certain things that they see the blemish and they're going to ask and they're going to overlook it. And they're going to overlook it again on the second date and the third date and the fourth date. And you know what? There are the people that can't overlook anything or they can only look overlook certain things. So... What are we to do when um, when there is a blemish? Maybe while we wait, if we've always been the person saying, I need someone to be a certain height, or I can't take someone from this type of family, maybe we have to learn that it's okay. Maybe we have to give up on one of those. One of those, I can't, no way, I can't. Maybe we have to change it. If it was always 100%, I can't. Maybe we got to do 80%, 20, I can try it. And and lower it, lower the expectation. Allow a new type in. Maybe the person that is for you is in that group of people that you're shunning. And they might not be so bad. It might be something you could rub out or you could get used to. Or it may not bother you as much. It might be the one midah 
Hashem wants you to work on. And with that, I'm going to leave you tonight wishing you a wonderful, beautiful Shabbat filled with Simcha. And Shabbat, they say, is a healer. So tap into it on Shabbat. If there's something you need to correct in yourself, ask Hashem to help you to lower your level, to take away the cynicism or the criticalness or the negativity or the anger or the sadness or to help you get on a road to reach out if it's been hard for you. I'm here for you. Follow me at It's All a Gift on Instagram and um, message me privately there. And if you ever need to talk, I'll make time to talk to you as well on a phone call. I always say that and I don't mind. Um, it could be someone Serena, it could be someone Ashkenaz. I don't set up Ashkenaz. I hardly know anybody out there in the Ashkenaz community. But if anybody needs matchmaking guidance and they like what they hear from me and my style, I'm glad to give them my time to give them advice. Um, just message me on Instagram and make a time to talk. Um, this is Odette Rishti at It's All a Gift. And um, that's where you could reach me. It's Sinai Radio, Thursday nights, Untangled, 8 p.m. usually. Have a great night, everyone.